0: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a
1: gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, has their fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather peak but did you know they sell other automotive products as well wheels brakes and suspension just to name a few everything you need to elevate your drive just go to tire slash sports tire it's the way the tire buying should be
0: at&t connects an O to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream
1: Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show comes from the tire rack.com studios, tire rack.com. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, tire rack.com. So the way tire buying should be. Mm-hmm. Um, weird weekend in Los Angeles, right? Really, really weird. Uh, this past week was. Here's how it actually works where I live. Now. Um, John lives uh, I just I, I'm not going to give away the address uh, th- that happened once on TMZ in the paparazzi I know John was a lot uh, <laughs> John's over the place. closer to the Rose Bowl yeah. yes. um, Jay Stew and Byer are uh, north of Los Angeles again in a slightly more inland area that was they got a lot a lot of rain on Sunday and I'm in more of a beach community south of los angeles so again there's varying degrees and you're like okay well it's one area like no it's so big where i am is usually much more moderate than where jay stew is and maybe to a slightly extent where ramos is right like it usually it doesn't get that hot in the summer and it doesn't get that cool in the winter it's like moist and kind of uh kind of damp and whereas I think, and Jay, you could speak to this because you live there and I don't, but it gets really hot in the summer, you know, probably 20 degrees hotter than it is here. And um, in the winter at night, it can get like 10 degrees, maybe cooler than it is here. Is that about accurate?
2: It's exactly right. So we experience uh, more extreme weather. Right. Given now, the valley ex- again,
1: rate. extreme for California, I understand is not extreme for the Midwest, the Northeast, so, like again, we're talking like in the summer, where it'll be 85 where I live. It'll be 105 where Jason lives. And the winter, where it doesn't usually get below the high 40s, they can get into the low 30s, and it can be you know quite quite cold, a little bit windier. Okay, a, a, a lot more up and down with the climate. So, I don't know what your guys' experience was Saturday. Saturday, the humidity started to creep up, but all last week, I mean. Chamber of Commerce weather. Usually in California, we get like two weeks in the summer where it's kind of humid, and outside of that, not much. Well, it was a little bit humid last week, but I mean, it was spectacular. And then they had this this hurricane coming. And by the way, big uh, fu to all. And there's like 15 people on Twitter. I tweeted out a picture of Dodger Stadium, and said it was the 18th rainout in Dodger Stadium history. Dodger Stadium opened in 1955. That's 68 years. That's how my math works. That's, those are pretty good numbers. And it's pretty spectacular aerial photography of what Chavez Ravine looks like when you've had you know four or five inches of rain in one day. But you get people like, well, it's not a rainout because they moved the game up and played a doubleheader, which, by the way, John Ramos went to game one of the doubleheader because he had tickets to the Sunday game. Anyway, there was supposed to be a game. They, they moved the game because of rain. I don't know if that's the Major League Baseball or Elias Sports Bureau edition of a rainout, but it feels like a rainout to me. And I don't really care to argue with you on Twitter about that. But there was there's a lot of preseason football games taking place. Did you guys see the Patriots game Was that against the Packers? I think right. They played the yeah. They played the Packers, and one of their players was uh, was immobilized, and there was fear of uh, of paralysis.
2: Yeah, Isaiah Uh, Isaiah Bolden out of uh, I think he played for Dion last year. Jackson. He did. He played for Jackson State, a seventh round pick.
1: Um, Isaiah Bolden was injured with ten thirty eight remaining in the fourth quarter, and he was placed on a stretcher and carted off the field. It was third and seven. Bolden, was, he was looking to tackle um, Malik Heath, so wide out. And he took friendly fire from Calvin Munson. Bolden was hit in the head, fell to the ground. He didn't move, didn't move at all. He was placed in the stretcher, carted off the field. It was the final play of the game. Both teams agreed um, to end the contest. So he's okay. He was released in the hospital, moving with all of the extremities. It is, and it's really interesting. Like I was driving my kid, my son to school and he's like, Dad, the, the the hurricane wasn't as bad as what they said. Why is it that when weather's not as bad as we say, we make fun of the weather people, but like we're so happy, Isaiah Bolden, that like, it's not as bad as we thought it could be. It's the greatest news ever that he walked out of the hospital a day later. Right? You ever you ever think about that? Like it's okay to be extra cautious anyway. So I'm 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 reading this story. I'm watching the highlights. I mean, obviously last night it was, I thought it was great because it was kind of like COVID where there's nothing you can do. And the power was out in some areas too. So you just actually had to have either a relaxing time, read a book, board games, or conversations. Dare I say conversations with one another? Anyway, I remember having this discussion with friends when Ryan Shazier his career came to an end uh, with his uh, partial paralysis on uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers' played, And you had to have the thought when DeMar Hamlin laid motionless there last year and actually had to be brought back to life. And this is not me going Michelle Beadle on you. And I love beads, but, you know, she turned on football. And though she's, now she has a new national radio show. Congrats to her. Michelle's a friend. I think she's an incredible talent. So this is not me saying I don't watch football. I don't like football. I love football. I'm so excited this is a game week, week zero in the NFL. I'm excited to see Aaron Rodgers play um, in their final preseason game. I mean, who doesn't love football? I had my son play tackle football for two years. But Isaiah Bowl's lay in there motionless, and I was thinking to myself We do know that somebody's not going to get up at some point, right? It is nothing short of a miracle that an NFL player has not died on the field to this point in time. It has happened at youth levels. It's happened at high school levels. I don't know if it's happened in college football. I don't remember it happening in a game in college football. But bigger, faster, stronger. and, And here's a real thing. You know they're hitting less and less and less outside of games. And some would say, well, they don't hit as much in games as well, but when they do hit, you haven't built up any sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Like a tolerance or, you know how, when you go out and when it's first summer, you get that burn layer, right? You kind of get that skin on top. That's kind of like, it's, it's burned, but not so much so that it's going to peel and it allows you to get a tan there afterwards. Like they have no burn layer. There's no tolerance there. There's no, no antibodies there. You now you're going from barely, you know, barely touching each other or barely hitting in practice to full on contact. That seems to set you up for potential failure. Additionally, the guys are bigger, faster, stronger. And like, look, you get your, your body caught in an awkward position. You end up running into one another. Things can happen. And at some point, somebody is going to die. Right? It's like, I mean, how many times have you seen the running of the bulls in Pamplona? And you're like, at some point you're cheering for the bull. You're like, I kind of want to clip somebody. But in watching it, at some point, somebody's going to die. That those are real, live, several-ton animals who are, they're going to gore you. And they're going to gore you in the wrong place, and you're going to bleed out. So, I just, what do you think happens when that happens? Right? If, when a guy goes down, he's motionless, we cancel the game. I understand this is a morbid thought, but that, this is the real. I mean, Jay Stewart, I couldn't be the only one who's thought
2: this. I I definitely think about it more than I probably should. It, it sounds like a morose like topic to even bring up, but it's like, um, yeah. What happens after that? What I I have a feeling mm-hmm. the Demar Hamlin thing. It, it's set in uh in motion a bunch of things. That the NFL had to kind of take a look at things and be like, what do we do in case of this? And I'm I'm hoping that there is a framework for what the hell happens if a f- player is lying dead on the field. Um, I'm hoping that's the case. Because they kind of bungled the DeMar thing. I know that after the fact they took credit for it, but we were really confused about all that. Remember Joe Buck came like, back on camera and he was like, I really have nothing to say right now, so we're going to go to a break. <laughs> like, nobody knew how to react. I'm hoping next time around, everyone just kind of has a something in place. You know, everyone's ready.
1: Yeah, I, I think what happens, I mean, they cancel the game, and the question is, how long do we not see football? Right? It's an obvious risk. My, my brother was at a high school football game in San Diego. His buddy's son is a kicker, and they just went to see uh, – he just moved back into San Diego, and uh, they, they wanted to see his buddy Ryan's son kick. And in the fourth quarter, the game was called because a kid – I think he had a, suffered a broken trachea. Man. Right? Like, whew, that's a tough one. And he actually asked the question. He's like, dude, that's throwing out high school kids out to do this. You're just crazy. And yeah. John, what do you think happens in the incredibly unfortunate instance that that does happen?
0: That someone passes away in a game? Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Well, like you said, we got close to it right last season, so that was kind of a kind of a wake up right. call. Right?
1: So, but but was it right? Like, yeah, what, was point. it? I don't get me wrong. The training staffs are ready. I mean, the Bills' training staff was incredible, right? Incredible. And the training staffs aren't, but there is, I I would guess, unfortunately, there's going to be a moment where that doesn't happen. Right? It's just I'm just talking about the reality of it and think about how. You know, it's interesting when that happened. Think back to the DeMar Hamlin thing. There wasn't a human being on radio or TV at the time who was like, hey, this thing's really dangerous. It was all the, you had the super you had the, the crazies. And I'm going to put Jason in there with you with the crazy with the it's the vaccine. Right. You had people. What?
2: talking. Wait, hold on a second. No, yeah. That yes. was not me. That was not me. I was you were, you didn't say that? Oh no 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 no! Not on air, off air. Not off air, not on air. I never.
1: You I never, never thought any of it had to do with the vaccine. Never. Okay. B- well there was
2: just just to just to clear the air. Yes. I said. Yes. That ev- all the kooks that were saying it was a vaccine, or why haven't we seen Hamlin? It looks like a dummy. It look, you know, I said that the theories that they were spouting should not be immediately dismissed because you don't agree with it. That was, that's, how I, that's how I positioned it. But at no point did I say the vaccine caused it or that, that was a problem. I just have a problem with people getting canceled for stating something that disagrees with you. That was the problem for me. No matter how crazy it sounds, you shouldn't be dismissed because it disagrees with your political platform.
1: I don't, I, I, it has nothing to do with political. For me, I know, I know you're not speaking of me, uh, you're you're saying like yeah right
2: the royal you, you. yeah People right out there
1: yeah right uh i would say that you have enough doctors that quickly identified exactly what happened and you know it's it's like the Bronny james thing well it's gotta because he's vaccinated because you look at like dude i i it's that one and you're like okay i'll open up to the possibility but the much stronger likelihood is you know it's like Anybody who's been around basketball knows somebody who this has happened to long before these vaccines were ever in place. It's like anytime something happens, uh, uh, anything with somebody's heart having to do with sports, it's like got to be the vaccine. So the the, so the anti-vaxxers went crazy that way. And those same conspiracy theorists came in with the it's he's not really that's not really him. And then there was the people who came out harshly against Skip Bayless because his tweets and then his response lacked any sort of empathy. But there was zero discussion at the time. It was like, hey, you know, this might be a little bit more dangerous than we were kind of letting on. And we could sit there and go like, no, these guys, they know what they're getting into. How many times have you heard a football player go, you know what you're getting into? We know what you're getting into. Like, really? Do you think you really walk out there going like, I could die today? Again, it doesn't mean that football won't be played. It's a lot like we see this in F1 races, right? Or, or NASCAR races, you know. Did they, did they take any time off when Dale Earnhardt Jr., when Dale Earnhardt Sr. died? But football is such a part of our culture, and the violence is so real. I don't know. I watched this weekend, and I thought, God bless. Just get up, kid. Come on. Get up. Just... Give me the wave. Give me the thumbs up. Tell me you're okay. And now he's walking out of hospital, which is great. And then the, like, at some point, somebody's not going to be great. I don't know. That, that, maybe those are morbid thing, thoughts that went through my head.
3: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: final two weeks of our summer of Rack sweepstakes we've had two winners so far that have taken home a set of four brand new tires Anthony K from Huntingburg, Indiana and Nelson L from Roswell Georgia one last winner still up for grabs our third winner will be picked on Sunday to win a set of four tires plus installation taxes and fees valued up to fifteen hundred dollars Enter today at foxporttrader.com. Every single day, you get a fresh new entry and an additional chance to win. And it's free to register. To enter and get rules during this final week of the sweepstakes, visit foxporttrader.com, Sponsored by tire tirerack.com tire the way tire buying should be. Man, we're all the way to August 21st. You know what we haven't done? I think we're contractually obligated. Talk about the Cowboys! Yeah.
3: Let's talk about the Cowboys. Why? Well, because they're the Cowboys. Be a cowboy. How about them Cowboys?
1: Yeah! Uh, if you're new to this segment of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, we make fun of the fact that everybody likes to talk about the Cowboys because the Cowboys are a uh, well, a crazy snapshot of our country. Right? So many great resources. So much desire to be the best, even the moniker America's team. And yet they ain't done nothing since the 90s, early 90s. Right. A lot of huff, a lot of bluster, but maybe not nearly what, we sh- what it, it, they should be. Des, Dak Prescott, their quarterback, said this about the season and how they'll be different this season from last season.
4: I think you have to use your scars in that sense. And so to say I'm continuing to relive it, it's past me at this point. But in a lot of a lot of the offseason was about that. And uh, with Mike taking over as the play caller, we went into details. And sometimes, though there's three, there's those three plays, there's a lot of details in that that allow those three plays to not be successful. And uh, that's what we've really focused on this this training camp and this spring of cleaning that up, making sure receivers are on the same page, linemen are on the same page with my, my driver and receivers understanding where they've got to be and when they've got to be just so uh, operation just goes a whole lot smoother so we're using the things that hurt us last year that are going to be our strength this year
1: so obviously he's um he's talking about mike mike being mike mccarthy their head coach is calling the plays of course he comes from the west coast background it's different than what kellen moore did Uh, i can only tell you from at the chargers camp and granted you know we don't know if if that's how they really feel, but the Chargers couldn't be more excited about getting Kellen Moore. And they had a, at least yardage wise, a really successful offense in Dallas. I don't know. I, the Cowboys, they have a very good defense. They had the makings of what should be a good offense. C.D. Lamb's got a chance to be a star. And obviously the, you know, you change running backs where Zeke's out. And I think they, they think they can be really good. But, uh, and as much as this is in McCarthy's wheelhouse, it'll be interesting to see what the rest of the team looks like with him focusing on the offense. Um, Bill Belichick is not one to just hand out compliments, but apparently he wanted to hand out one to... We're still doing uh, Want to Be a Cowboy. Apparently he wanted to hand out one to Taylor Swift. Take a listen.
0: That was pretty impressive. She's tough, man. She just <laughs> stood out there and played right through it.
2: So are you officially... Do you consider yourself to officially be a Swifty
4: No.
0: Officially. I don't know about that, but I don't know what I mean, officially is. Seems like, is. Seems, like <laughs> seems like Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. What does that mean? Like you have a, a sweatshirt or something? <laughs>
4: You're going to have a few. Yeah, he can sing so,
2: I think you can sing some of the lyrics. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, don't know. I mean, they were, yeah. selling, they were selling rainwater the, the, for 70 bucks a jar or something mm-hmm. like that.
0: So. Yeah. Well, look, I'm definitely on the you got to calm down.
4: <laughs> okay, he's a swiftie. That's,
0: that's pretty good. That like, pretty you got to calm down.
1: That's, <laughs> One of our best.
4: So um, that's,
0: uh, there's a lot of
1: times when that's very appropriate. That is awesome. That's so good.
2: Now, Doug, w- I, I feel like we need some context here. Uh, anchoring today's show at the news desk is Monty Bologna. She just went to the tour uh, last week and had came back with a bunch of stories. And I think it was when you were gone on vacation. So, you know, a lot of Fox Sports Radio's bandwidth was Monty's experience at Taylor Swift. It, it became a thing. And she went around the room and it was like, what's your favorite song? Like, what's your favorite, you know? Her, f- her personal favorite 15. is... What is that the...
4: I mean, I like a lot, but I do like Bad Blood. Bad Blood, I, okay. I, But I do like a lot. I like a lot, including You Need to Calm Down.
2: I was going to say, so what What was my answer to the question? You
4: Need to Calm Down.
2: Do you know the song, Doug? Actually, that one I don't know. It Taking like, Shots at s- Me? Sounds like this. <laughs> now, it's, like, it's got a great driving beat. I like the bass. Like, If it wasn't Taylor Swift, I'd like it. It's just a great musically uh, melodic song, and... Bill Belichick, out of all the songs that she has, this is his favorite as well. So me me, and the head coach of the Patriots have the, something in common.
1: 15 is my favorite song. Uh, my, when my girls were little, I remember that song coming out and I was like bawling at the idea of somebody breaking my little girl's heart in, yeah. uh, when, they're, when they're 15. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that is
4: a very sweet song, yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, my brother took his daughter to one of the shows at SoFi, and he said something to me, which is, it resonated with me, which is real, which is real. Like, there isn't anybody on Earth more famous or popular than Taylor Swift right now. I would agree. I I don't think it's arguable. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's arguable. And it doesn't mean that everybody loves or knows all of her music, new or old, but she, I mean, she, she literally sells out every show she has at You know, up to 100,000 seat venues. Mm. And uh, I mean, it's just printing money. And there's not anybody on earth that can do what she's doing.
4: I know. I pointed out that Beyonce's on tour and like nobody even knows that.
1: I think people know. But Beyonce Drake's on tour.
4: Drake's. uh, Yeah. And again, everybody's still just talking about Taylor Swift.
1: Right. It's really like she is amazingly sucking up all the oxygen in the concert Morgan Wallen obviously having a really successful tour. I saw him twice. Um I've seen a bunch of shows this summer, but I did not I'm I'm not a Swifty. It just it just wasn't I just didn't want to do it. I get um it. I'm also a bit of a ticket snob, so I want to get good seats and those are really expensive and yeah no. <laughs> so and my and my girls used to love Taylor Swift and they they t- actually talked about going at the last second, like, you wanna go? I was like do you really want to go? Like, yeah, I kind of want to go because everybody's going. Like, that. Nah. Anyway, it's crazy how popular she is. You can anybody can say I had a great summer. Taylor Swift has had a better than great summer. <laughs>
2: totally. what did, what, did she give like a million bucks to the guys that drive the truck for the tour or something crazy like that?
4: She's given millions of dollars to her crew and people that are helping her because she knows it's not just her. She's fully aware, which is another great thing about her. That there's no there's no scandal. There's no... The the worst thing people say about Taylor Swift is she's had a lot of boyfriends. That's the only thing.
1: Mm, Okay.
4: But that's it. That's what people attack her from, that she's had a lot of boyfriends. But you know what? She's not married. She's got no kids. Let her live her life.
1: I I don't think there's anything wrong with having a lot of boyfriends. I don't either. It's the, the, are you dating her Say that you're in a song afterwards? That's the the big question, But that's
4: what it is, correct, that she writes about it. And it's like, guys do that too. What do you think Drake's writing about?
1: Uh, well, there are some other parts that Drake writes about that I fair, will... Fair, uh...
4: <laughs> but I'm saying guys also write about relationships. And that's maybe that's more con- That's
1: more country, more country songs are about relationships.
4: Yeah, that's fair. Those are stories. Yeah. I always think of country songs as stories.
1: What's the worst concert you've ever been to? How about that one?
4: Worst concert mm-hmm. I've ever man, that's hard. I've been to a lot of concerts. As she
2: thinks about this, um, I always say that the worst concerts I've been to, and there's, there's three of them because they're the same band. One of my favorite bands is called The National. It's an alternative band. It actually just did a collab with, with Taylor Swift. The National is a great recording band. They have great albums. They have a big following. And they are notorious for being horrible live. I have gone to their concerts because I love the band and then sat through the concert and been like, man, this band, th- th- this is a horrible live band. <laughs> Which
4: <laughs> so that, that's happens. my answer. Which happens. I All the concert I, concerts that I've been to, I've loved and had a great time, but if you're telling me to pick of the worst... <sighs> And it was, no, it was great. I would have to say Incubus maybe, but it was great. It was great live. They were great. All the concerts, luckily, that I've seen, I've wanted to, and they've all been great. Even when I saw Britney and she had to lip sync the whole thing, it was great. It's still great.
2: Oh, the lip syncing
1: thing. Just I, I can't do the lip syncing thing. But you
4: know she was dancing, she was putting on I a show. It's I, don't, different. I don't care. It's, I don't care.
1: I don't care. It's not different. Yes,
4: it is, because if I'm gonna go see no, Adele, it's, no, it's no, it's different. If I'm gonna go see no, Dell no, no, can't <laughs> lip sync.
1: No, if I'm not. gonna go see
4: Britney and she's gonna dance her butt off, she can lip sync.
1: Okay, so then I'll go see dancers dance and they'll play the music in the background. Not the
4: same. I,
1: you're right. It's not the same because it's supposed to be the, the talent is supposed to be the ability to sing and dance. Like you go see Bruno Mars he sings and dances. He sings every bar to every song, and he dances. If you can't do that, then you're—it's false advertising. His Sorry. dancing
4: is not the dancing that Britney is doing, like doing a couple of moves here and there, and like that's not. Have the you scene.
1: been to a Bruno Mars show?
4: I've never been to one. I've seen videos, and okay. I see how he dances. You could see, but it's like Britney Spears is going all out. And this was years ago. This was her great. I, I get tour. it.
1: Like now, I don't know. Did Madonna? Because all the the female shows that are more dance than songs, right? There's sure. it like it's all like a Unless copy of like share that went to Madonna that went to you know Janet Jackson and then you know you have you have a bunch of them. Did Madonna used to sing her songs
2: when she would have her big shows? Sure looked like it. If you watch that documentary, uh, Truth or Dare, looked like she was singing.
4: I think maybe they sing some, right, and then others maybe not.
1: The ballads they sing and the yes. dance songs they don't? that's
4: actually what I thought about Britney. When she sang her ballads and she wasn't, Probably, I yeah. thought I could hear her breathe. And the other ones, I was like, I don't think she was singing when she was dancing.
2: But that was made into a big deal a couple weeks ago when Cardi B threw her microphone, <laughs> <Yeah>. literally <laughs> <laughs> threw the microphone away so she couldn't sing. And then and was, the, song, the was song was so, good. <laughs> yeah. so That's good. a tough one, man. That's and a tough she one.
4: wasn't dancing. She was just Correct. walking the stage.
2: I've i've I like Post Malone a lot. Yeah, but he he was this weekend. Irvine, yes, he was in, in Irvine, right? That's right. Yeah, so That's San, right. San Bernardino
4: Saturday. somewhere. Yeah,
2: I remember because um. Uh, psycho- wait, wait, wait. Where, where did
4: you say? Was Monta- it in San Bernardino? Wait, how did you pronounce it? San Bernardino. No. no.
2: Um. You want to help? You want, you want to help well, there, Jase too? Uh, no, Covino and Rich give her crap for a couple <laughs> pronunciations. She she's she calls them the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals um, and San Bernardino is San Bernardino. San
4: Bernardino. San Bernardino no,
2: San Bernardino.
4: San Bernardino. Yeah. There you go. There you go.
2: Yeah, yeah there you go. But
4: you're, you're from California,
1: Southern California, right?
4: Yeah, I'm not from there.
1: But you never
4: like. <laughs> I've never been.
1: There's I, San Bernardino Mountains. There's no, San Bernardino Freeway. There's San Bernardino as no, an area. No, <laughs> That's like somebody from Boston mispronouncing anything around Boston. Like, well, I'm not from that. I'm not from the. I'm not from Southeast, so I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think I give you Ramos. Do we give her a pass because we like Monty when she I'll doesn't give her a know pass. how to? Is she so nice?
4: Also, you don't have to give me a pass. I don't care. <laughs>
1: I never, That's a good point. Hockey doesn't care. Yeah, I agree with her 100 percent too.
4: I thought you were. Me- I thought
1: she was messing with us. There was like a. I, like I say it that way because. I, I know this guy named Nardo or something. I don't know. Anyway, so how is it
4: again? Sorry, San Bernardino. Did I San, Bern, right?
1: San Bernardino?
4: San Bernardino. Yeah, oh, there we go. Okay. Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> the pronunciation police over here.
4: I'm not. I just sorry. I Even mean, that one was.
1: Uh, that was just. You know, it's like, it's like people from Oregon going like, "Don't call us Oregon," right? It's not Oregon. It's Oregon. You know?
2: I've always wondered about the person that calls it a pillow. Pello like P-E-L-L-O-W. That's, that's a thing. People call Wait. it a pillow. Are we
4: talking about a pillow? Pillow? Yeah. Who, who,
2: says? Who, who says pillow? Oh, no. I've, I've heard pillow a lot. Who? John, you know Where? <laughs> who? Not anybody. <laughs> Is there the same people that call it a warsh? I'm going to warsh your question. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I mean, that's
1: I've, said, I've done this radio segments. So I'm like, we are gladly that people that call it Colorado. Colorado? Colorado? <laughs> And everyone knows somebody who says, or usually like a grandma or uncle says, Washington, throw it in the worst.
4: Washington. I do that one on purpose.
1: Those people, those people (laughs) are slowly dying off, right? They're just, they are like, that's going to be like a, yeah, we all know it's Washington and Colorado. There's a, there's an O at the end. Um, on the other hand, maybe it's not, I mean, Favre is not spelled Favre, it's Favre, but who knows? (laughs) Uh, how did we get here? Oh, Post Malone! What were you gonna say about Post Malone?
2: <laughs> that Just to, to button up the 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 segment here, we had a we were talking about lip syncing. Mm-hmm. I love the song uh, "Psycho" by Post Malone, my favorite hip hop song. Yes, and I'm like, how does he do this live? Because it entails a ton of lyrics in a small space. And you could hear the overdubbing when, when you hear the recording. I'm like, I wonder how this goes What? So then I tune into one of his performances, and it's because he's lip-syncing it. And he sings he sings every occasional word to mm-hmm. it. But it's like, I don't know, I felt kind of gypped. But oh well. What well, Didn't yeah. you,
0: Doug, say that you want to hear the song? Yes. Yeah, you want to hear the song the way it was recorded or how it sounds. So you don't want him going off on some tangent like some bands do. So maybe in that sense, he was giving you what you wanted.
1: Well, I, what I like about Taylor Swift is the same thing with Morgan Wallen, which is they just go song, 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 I'm sure she does some stuff where, months you could speak to this, calling people up on stage and doing those things. But for the most part, it's just about the music. Yeah. You came to hear the music. We didn't came, come to hear about, oh my God, LA. So good to be here. Right? Like, <laughs> great. Just song. Came to hear songs. Came to hear songs. But uh, Post Malone, now he's dropped like 40 pounds and he claims it's cuz he doesn't drink soda anymore he used to just guzzle on yeah, a Coke something, something's coffee. going on there he says it's just his diet
4: i believe soda I, if you could if you had soda every single day yeah and then cut it i think i believe it
2: i believe it as well i hope it's true i yeah. i just have a feeling it's he's doing what all those celebrities are doing right now with the ozempic oh, ozempic yeah yeah hmm. Maybe.
1: Maybe Ozempic mixed with the fact that he's not drinking soda. Yeah. It's a good little mix.
3: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
0: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
1: Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com.
3: Let's get to a game. game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show.
1: You know why we were playing Bruno Mars there, right?
4: Yes, because Why? He because we sings, were talking about it?
1: <laughs> he sings his song. He
4: does. And I, I do think he is a naturally talented singer. Like, I don't think he's trying to sing well. It just, he opens his mouth and it comes out.
1: You don't think he's trying to sing well?
4: Yeah. Like, it's like Ariana Grande. Like, they're not trying. They just can do it. It's easy for it's him. It's like Whitney Houston. Yeah, but like, I mean, he, I mean he,
1: he'll play every instrument.
4: Oh, I don't mean this in a bad They'll way. I'm saying I it's so, he's just so naturally talented. It's like a skill, like I as like are, the weekend, as, as, but I think yes. the weekend is trying to sing. Like you know, he's got to drink his tea, he's got to make sure he's good. That it's a little different.
1: It's tea's a bad thing by Monty Bologna. No, it's not. Tea is a sign I, of weakness. I, I, oh my. God.
4: He's got tea.
1: That's it. He's got tea.
4: That's it. I'm not playing games no more. All right. What do you got? (laughs) What are we playing, John? Big
3: deal, little deal, no deal. Yeah.
4: All right. So big deal, little deal, no deal that the Chargers and the Saints played their game during the storm last night. I was here, Doug. Um, It's a
1: little deal, but it's just weird. Right? It's like, yeah. I mean, I get it. Everybody's on a schedule. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, all right, if we postpone it, we play it. Do you play it today? Um... And I guess all those resources that are allocated, you know, police officers and fire stuff, whatever, like, they were already set to be there. Right. And I also think if we're honest, like, that part of Los Angeles and Eaglewood, it, w- it wasn't like it was that bad. I mean, it wasn't—it's really the outlying areas and the low-lying areas that they were more concerned about. But it was—it did feel very NFL-like. Like, what? Yeah. There's a once-in-a-lifetime storm outside? <laughs> Play the game. It's just a preseason game. Right. Let's collect collect that money.
4: Let's be real. The ones who were in the most danger were the fans getting to the game. Because SoFi is kind of indoor. Kind of indoor, kind of outdoor.
1: It's indoorish.
4: Indoorish. Yes. I'm sure the rain was going sideways anyway. All right, Doug. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Lionel Messi's Inner Miami claimed the League's Cup this weekend?
1: I mean, I. I think it's a little deal. People really? are like, Messi's amazing. Like, he yeah, is. and?
4: <laughs> You're not impressed. Well you, bring,
1: well, you bring one of the greatest soccer players of all time. Yeah. Okay, who is past his prime, but it's not like he's washed. Right. And you bring him into a league that is just not. I mean, this is if you put Kevin Durant or <laughs> no, you put, put LeBron in the G League. Yeah. In like two years, yeah. right? Because that's LeBron's still a better player at this level than Messi was at the top level, but Messi's still good. So maybe in two years you put LeBron in the G League, like what do you think's going to happen?
4: <laughs> yeah, it's like child's play for him. A little bit. A little bit, a little bit. All right. Big deal, little deal, no deal that ESPN officially announced that Scott Van Pelt will anchor Monday night countdown this season starting tonight with the preseason game between the Ravens and the Commanders.
1: Um, I think it's a big deal. I'm a Scott's a friend, and I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already done like the post show, you know. So it it blends the two. Mm-hmm. I also think that at some point, you know, he moved back to DC for his family to be close to his his family with his his own family. Um, this gets him out of the studio, and it, it makes. Makes his opinions feel more real because, you know, the whole time you're on mm-hmm. the sidelines talking to people. Yeah. Um, I like it. I, yeah. I, you know, who hosted it before? Susie Colbert?
4: Yes. Right. Yeah. She was yes, part, yeah. of, it. She she was was part of it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it also, they don't have to pay anybody new. So, yeah. I think that's one reason to do yeah,
4: it. Yeah, I'm a fan of Scott. But I like Scottie. Scott. He's great. Van Pelt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Big deal. Little deal. No deal that the NBA has launched an investigation after 76ers guard James Harden called Daryl Morey a liar. Apparently, this is to make sure that this didn't have anything to do with salary cap intervention by the 76ers.
1: Yeah, this feels like no deal. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care.
4: Cool. Cool. All right. Big deal, little deal, no deal. Mariners all-star Julio Rodriguez having 17 hits in four games or 18 hits in five games because he only had one yesterday.
1: Um, that's a big deal. Big that's deal. A lo- that's a lot of hits.
4: Yeah. A lot of hits. Nuts. I mean, what a star. That's game time.
3: That's game, huh? Game
4: time. This
3: is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's
1: Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, Washington running up on Tennessee, for Little League World Series. Um, do you guys watch the Little League World Series? John, when you watch, do you like... You wish your kid was playing this thing? Yes.
0: Well, he can play there next year because this is a 12U division.
1: no so. somebody went, uh, El Segundo went this year, Yes, right? they're El still Sierra. in
0: it. They're playing in the next round of the so semifinals, nec- yeah. Next,
1: I'll tell you what, next year, if he goes, we're all going. We're taking the show. We're broadcasting.
0: That's <laughs> a lot of pressure now.
1: There's no pressure. I mean, if he doesn't do it, then we send him off to some hitting <laughs> clinic in Tibet. <laughs> Should Aaron Rodgers play in the, in the preseason? We'll discuss next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.